This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane on the field of 68, presented by Bet Rivers. There's a lot going on. Basketball Buckeyes are 3-0. and Football Buckeyes are in prime position to make the playoff with a big game coming up against Michigan State. And Chris Holtman is more meticulous than a forensic officer, as our future good friend John Rothstein likes to say. Joey, is it a good time to be an Ohio State sports fan slash podcaster? God, do we do – I mean, we've been doing this for three years now, and every year at this point in the year, I mean, November 15th as we're recording this, Ohio State fans have it good, man. 3-0, and Ohio State basketball is hitting their stride. Ohio State football is hitting their stride. This is – I mean, if you watch the Ohio State against Bowling Green, you're feeling pretty confident going into Xavier. If you watch Ohio State against Purdue this weekend, you're feeling pretty good going into Michigan State. It's always good to be a Buckeye fan, but especially mid-November. It is. And it's good to be a drive-the-lane listener come mid-November because we talk football and basketball, which is why we have – Tyvis Powell, our good friend, best friend, and Kyle Young, Joey's good friend, best friend, basketball <laughs> player, on the show. We're going to talk some hoops, obviously. Then you're going to hear our interview with Kyle and then Tyvis. But before we get to that, we got to talk a little football, a little more in-depth than we normally do. I think I'm going to win $800 from this C.J. Stroud Heisman bet, Joey. Yeah, where are we going for dinner after you win that? That's all. Uh, a little place I like to call Lucas Oil Stadium for the Big Ten Championship. Ooh, that doesn't sound too bad at all. Yeah, I, I yeah, we. This has been like a meme all year. Like it went from like a running joke to now it's like a meme. C.J. Stroud should Andrew Cash out? Should he not? And uh, it's crazy. He's the front runner. He is one hundred percent the front runner. So yeah. congratulations, Andrew. At the very least, you're gonna make. 300 bucks? I mean, well, here's, right? here's here's the pickle I'm in. I'm worried if I don't cash out the 300 now, then I'll get less than 300. But I feel like it can, like, if he has four or five touchdowns this weekend and they beat Michigan State, I'll be able to cash out for 500. I legitimately think that. This week is the barometer, right? Yeah. I mean, like, if, if, if they kill them, like, he will become, like, the, like, he'll be, like, minus 110 to win the Heisman. You know what I mean? So uh, I think you're in a good spot. I think even if he plays all right, you still, I mean, like what's it's worth the risk to lose 50 bucks in your cash out or whatever, you know? So it's a, it's a good spot to be in. I feel really good about CJ Stroud. I feel really good about the Buckeyes. Uh, It'll be really interesting. We talked so much with Tyvis about it, but like the, the, the football team, uh, they're like, like Michigan state, I should say has the worst pass defense ever like worse than like UConn that's what everyone says they're worse than UConn and Ohio State's strength uh offense yes but specifically they have the Heisman winning quarterback possibly as their quarterback with the best wide receiving group in the country it's like everything is adding up for uh you know like a really good showing for CJ Stroud and for Ohio State it'll be really 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 interesting to see what goes on and to see if frankly if we can stop them on offense as well because they got maybe the second Heisman candidate in Kenneth Walker so we it'll be wild it'll be wild that's why that's why they play the games 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give it out a little tweet in a little bit, just so everyone can hear it on here first. I guess you'll technically see it first. Just check the calendar. It's officially Buckeye season. Ohio State hoops is three and zero. Ohio State football is gonna make the playoffs. Then a little star. This happens every year. And then LeBron me him going, can't believe this is my life. But it, it really such as life as being an Ohio State fan. And now we get to basketball. 3-0, and Joey. They beat the, the – they, <laughs> they had a strike against Bowling Green. They had a turkey, a perfect game. They bowled a perfect game against Bowling Green. What were your thoughts on the game? Um – is Bowling Green our Stetson? They looked so bad in stretches of that game. They're not. They're not the new Stetson. But in all seriousness, I tweeted out before the game that um, Michi Johnson was going to have a big game. He did, but it was mostly in garbage time. But Jamari Wheeler was so awesome. Does anything jump out on the statue with him? Maybe not. Like, he had, like, six points, five assists, five rebounds. But, like, he was unbelievable on offense. I mean, like – the head of the snake in every definition of it. Uh, some great passes inside to Zetkey, some great passes to Kyle Young. I, he was just he was just so awesome. I, I, I truly like the guards are so important. I talked to Robbie Hummel for a long time this weekend because uh, Robbie was watching the Akron game and then he was calling the game tonight. And we talked about how important the guards were. And he said it on um, he said it on the air today that uh, you know it's not even them scoring obviously scoring is important like your guards need to score and give you something which they did they combined for almost 20 points like that's great but what they really need to do is just get in the lane and make plays and both of them did that tonight they made great decisions they took care of the ball Jamari was great Michi was really really good as well if Jamari Wheeler hits two threes in every game uh, I don't know if we're going to lose many games and I just it was just uh, it was a blast to watch it was really really fun we, the first two games did not go the way they were supposed to, right? And today was the coming out party for Ohio State basketball. EJ wasn't that great, but he was still all, I mean, he was six for eight. Like, I mean, Justin Arns gave you three threes. It was just really, really good that they've got some major momentum heading into the Xavier game. And, and guess what? I'm going to be there. This is the game that Ohio State fans were waiting for and expecting in, uh, in the first two games. Let me ask you something. I remember football starting a little slow and then look where they are now. So, you know, slow starts is just what happens in sports. They got a lot of new guys in the rotation. Love Robbie Hummel to death. Let tonight be the last time that anyone talks about if Dwayne Washington was on the team. Cause it's not like he left the two days before the season, you know, they had the whole off season and the whole train. Right. Yeah. So, so, Definitely noteworthy to bring him in the broadcast for Robbie. Definitely noteworthy for people to ask you in the first few games, but no more of it. No it more, Dwayne. We wish him the best. He's not on the team. It was so funny because, I, like I said, I talked to Robbie, and I don't want to like just like drop like I'm not name dropping because I, I mean I just we're like we talked and and I said, can you, he said, who do you think will win the Big Ten? And I said, uh, just like ju- just like everybody's been saying. There's like two different tiers. There's the Michigan, the Purdue, the Illinois tier, and then there's the Ohio State, Maryland, Indiana, Michigan State, that tier. And 
I just said, imagine if we had Dwayne. He said, yeah, you guys would be national championship Final Four contenders. And it's true. And it's annoying, but it's true. And it's not annoying. It is what it is. So, uh, you, I mean, we're done talking about it. But I will say um, that I was very impressed with Ohio State tonight. I, I love this team. The thing that you mentioned that I think is important to mention is they're, they are young in the sense that this team is young, right? They, they haven't played together young. Um, they've got five fifth-year seniors or something crazy. They've got old guys who have played college basketball, even their young guys like Zed Key, Eugene Brown, Michi, they've played college basketball. But what they don't have is this team playing together. You know, you think about a guy like Joey Brunk who has started – for three different teams or whatever, you know, in his, in his nine years as a, as a college basketball player, he's never played with this team. Jamari Wheeler leads the big 10 currently in steals, but he's never played in Chris Holtman coach. Whoa, coach Holtman's defense. Um, you know, you think about a guy like, uh, you know, like justice suing, he's not really healthy and hasn't had a chance to really play with these guys yet. Jimmy Soto, same thing. Hasn't been healthy yet uh, until this, until, you know, the past few weeks, it's just, it's just fun because the team's only going to get better, not because they literally are getting better as basketball players, but they're playing more together. And that's what I'm most excited to watch. What I'm most excited to watch is the next four games. Because the next four games, and I say four for a reason, and you'll hear why. The next four games are very exciting. All right. At Xavier, at Seton Hall, versus Duke, and then at Penn State. Uh, Penn State? Can I interrupt? Yes. They're playing, they're playing Seton Hall in this, like, Fort Myers classic thing, so they might play Florida if they win that game, too. Oh, so there is there is a little, like, it's not at Seton Hall, my bad. They're just the home, Seton Hall is the home team. There's, so there's a potential for an extra game in between Seton Hall and Duke. Right, it's just, I'm, I'm, I think so. There's it's probably just, for sure a second game. It's just not for sure going to be Florida. Right. It's either Florida or Cal, and Cal lost to, like, UC Bakersfield or something. So Right. So, the reason I include Penn State on there is because you never know what's going to happen at Penn State. So Penn State just lost to Yale. Exactly. That's no, they, why you never know. I'm sorry. They lost to – they didn't lose to Yale. Who did they lose to? I'm finding it. Yale beat this team by 20, and then <laughs> – oh, college basketball is hilarious, but John Rothstein's tweets are even funny, and here's what he said. He said – and I don't even know if – he's technically competing with us, so I don't know if I'm allowed to even say it, but um, he said, on Friday, UMass lost to Yale by 20. Tonight, it beats Penn State by 25. Anarchy? Nope, just college basketball. So is UMass. Crazy. Crazy. And as we're recording this, I, we could live react to the fact that there's a minute left. Mark Marquette has the ball down one against Illinois. And we hate Illinois on this podcast. So we do, we do hate Illinois. We won't react to that though, because, because people want to get to Kyle Young. So we're going to get to that, but, rebound. <laughs> but last thing we're excited for the next few games. Joey's going to be at Xavier. You'll see some content coming out of there from Joe big week ahead for the Buckeyes between Xavier and Michigan state this weekend. Next time you hear from us, woo, we could be pretty excited or we could be pretty upset. We're so, gonna be, 
So it's up to you to decide. I'm talking it's to you. To you I'm talking to you, CJ Stroud. <laughs> uh, who says no to an undefeated weekend? Not me. Not me. Not I. Who says no to counting Thursday as the weekend? Not me. Not me. Who says no to a little Kyle Young interview followed by a little Tyvis Powell? Not us. All right, here it comes. <laughs> All right, joining us now on Drive the Lane, fresh off a big win in terms of size over Bowling Green, Kyle Young. Kyle, welcome back to the show. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Kyle, it's always a blast having you on. We'll talk briefly about Bowling Green because who really cares about Bowling Green, to be honest? I know you you can't say that, but we'll say it. how, how was it to get one of one of those victories? And you know what I mean, like an early season victory. Everybody plays, everybody scores, not a ton of pressure. How'd that feel? Uh, it felt good. I think that was, you know, important for us. Um, you know, we've had a few tough games here recently. Um, but, you know, anytime you play, you know, an in-state school, you know, with with Akron, um, you know, they're giving us our best shot. They're a great team too. So they're going to, they're going to do well in the Mac. Um, and, you know, we, we expected that with uh, BG as well. Um, I think we just, we came out more ready. Um, you know, we threw that first punch, you know, how we say it, we set the rules. So um, that was big for us, you know, spread out scoring, just um, a lot of guys contributing offensively and defensively. And I think um, our defense stepped up a little bit tonight too. So that's good just for our confidence, um, you know, on both ends of the floor. So you've you've been around for a little while now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were talking a little bit before before we started recording. But are you getting sick of Columbus or Ohio State basketball? Or are you going to try and stretch this into even maybe another year next year? I'm not getting sick of Columbus or Ohio State basketball, but there will not be another year. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's it's been super enjoyable being here, just being able to play in front of the fans. Like, I mean, even, you know, that first game I came back, checking into the game, just kind of hearing the standing ovation, uh, you know, it meant a lot to me. You know, hit me in the heart a little bit. Um, that was one of the, the main reasons I decided to come back was Buckeye Nation. So, definitely meant a lot to me. Where does that moment rank for you coming back? Obviously, you've been a guy who's been banged up. You've played through injuries. You've had to sit out because of injuries. And obviously, this was a little bit – of a different sitting out, um, but it delayed the start to a season that you really was a hard decision to come back. Uh, mm-hmm. Where does that moment rank in terms of not only checking in and getting the standing ovation, but the and one dunk right after? Uh, it's pretty high on the list, um, if not one, two, but um, it was just, I think it just worked out perfectly. You know, um, like you said, this being my last year, having to sit out right at the beginning was frustrating, but you know, I always try to stay positive. I got good people around me, good teammates, good coaches, good family, um, you know, keeping my hopes up. So being able to check back in and then have a play like that happen was just like not something that I expected to happen, but Jamari threw a great pass and I just had to go catch it. So um, that definitely is pretty high on my list. So it's it's been an interesting start to the season. As Joey mentioned, that was an awesome moment. You know, you checking in for the first time this year. Moving forward. You're going to play a game next at Xavier. Joey and I saw some Xavier fans this summer with TBT. They are rowdy. They are crazy. After last season, though, are you excited for some road fans? A hundred percent. You know, um, when we scheduled that game, we kind of already knew, like, 
what kind of environment it was going to be. Like I was talking about the in-state schools, but um, it's just going to be even more, especially playing at their place, like Ohio State Xavier. Like, you know, Ohio State doesn't get to go play there pretty much ever. Like it's a very unique opportunity. So um, it's been sold out for a while. I know their fans are going to come ready. You know, I hope we have some some fam- fans there that are going to be rowdy as well. So we're excited. You know, like you said, there's no fans last year. It'll be, it'll be good to kind of get some of that back, even if it's, even if it's not good uh, things being said to us. I, one thing that I think about, I'll be there, of course, Kyle, you know, I, I just, I mean, I missed the night, but you know, it's just, it's just one of those nights, but I'll be there. One thing I'm excited about is comparing it to Cincinnati. Obviously that was your sophomore year where we opened up. Um, what, what do you think? You grew up an Ohio guy. Did you have any Xavier or Cincinnati bias at all in, in any way? Like how can we get the, the rivalry going even more here? Like, what do you think? Um, I mean, I was recruited by Xavier for a while. Um, so I, I obviously looked there. They were, they were one of the schools I was looking at um, pretty heavily in the recruiting process. So um, it's just interesting to see how, you know, things like play around. And uh, I'm excited to get back there and play. Like I haven't been there in a while. So it'll be interesting just to see the, the type of hype they bring. Um, you know, like you said, Cincinnati was, that environment was crazy. Um, and I know it's just going to be the same thing for Xavier. So you got, you got some wild environments coming up. So you got the Xavier game, and then you got the Seton Hall tournament. Not exactly sure who the second opponent in that will be. And then you got, you got Duke at home. So talk about a crazy environment right there. You think uh, Buckeye Nation, the Nuthouse, could step up and, and rattle Duke a little bit? Um, so just – Hearing what I'm hearing from, you know, outside people and everything, I think the environment at the shot could be could top when Michigan came um, and played us at home. We had the the scarlet out at the the shot. So um, if it can top that, that's that's going to be pretty incredible because that was that environment was unlike anything I've ever seen before. Well, if it if it's anything like Michigan, you should probably bring an extra jersey to that. <laughs> I'm still hearing stuff about that to this day. <laughs> yeah. Holtman brought Holt brought it up on our interview when we we, we talked to him a couple of weeks ago. He's like, that's like a pivotal moment in his, you know, Ohio State tenure. It, it's true. I, I I think, and you know, Kyle, I've seen a lot of Ohio State basketball my whole life revolved around Ohio State basketball. And I yeah. think that this is the that's gonna be, and I not to skip over Xavier and Seen Hall and all those other games. Yeah, no. We're not doing that, but just while we're on the topic, I think that's going to be the biggest game in Columbus, Ohio, basketball-wise, in the last 10, 15 years. Seriously. Since the last time they played Duke in Columbus. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Kyle, I agree. Do, you, do you want to know why it's really going to be the craziest game in Columbus? Because you're going to be there? Is that why? Because I'm going to be there. <laughs> and I haven't been there since the Stetson game. And if it's anything like – if it's anything like – Stetson, then we know how we know what the result will be. So I'm, I'm a good luck you charm. Do, you do got a ticket though, Coach came through. Well, it, well, I've been told that I will be getting a ticket. I do not have a a physical ticket yet. Okay. Okay. I mean, from everything I've heard from Joey and everyone we have on the show, Coach Coach comes through when he makes a promise. You know, he he delivers. 100%. You you saw the video on Twitter, Kyle. Yeah, I happened to uh, scroll by that. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. 
Yeah, no, he'll he'll be there. I hope so. I will. So I texted Eagle and I said, "Hey, I'm just getting ahead of this. Like, I would like to go to the Duke game." And I just made sure that he knew that. And then Holt came and said, "Andrew, we got you covered." So I think I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. But let's not. Well, we can move past this. The future schedule. We don't. I mean, Kyle, you're old. You get it. Like, you're not looking ahead and Savior. I, no, I yeah. get it. But let's talk about the team a little bit before we let you go. Um, new guys, old guys, regardless, it's it's a new team. It's a young team in the sense that the team has never played together. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously things are coming together a little bit more because you guys played well tonight. What are the messages that the coaches are are preaching in terms of the cohesiveness, uh, you know, all, all that good stuff that, that just comes with time? It can't be just like mm-hmm. poof, fixed. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, just from being around, it's a day-by-day thing. Um, you know, they preach one day at a time. Um, we're only going to be able to build, you know, 1% every day. Um, and, you know, with the new guys, um, not only the younger guys, but the older guys, you know, we're still building that connectedness, um, you know, whether that's offensively, defensively, just being out on the court together. And I think game by game, it's shown that, you know, it's improving, but – um, just being able to get those younger guys along um, and have them learn quickly as the season's going on has been huge for us. Um, it's nice having an order group because of the experience, um, you know, that plays into a lot of it. Um, but the main things, you know, we've been preaching is, as I've talked about this a few times, is just like the defensive side of things for us. Our defense needs to continue to step up, continue to improve, because I think that'll be the difference maker uh, moving forward with how successful we're going to be this season. Um you know, we've had pretty good offense last year. We were even, you know, we had a pretty good offense, but our defense was ranked um, pretty low. So that's been something even the off season until now, we're still um, continuing to focus on and get better. I'm curious what practice has been like, because, and Joey, you can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I don't remember a team that has this many guys that like could be starters, could play the same amount of minutes. Like, I feel like you guys could be going five on five in practice and it could be pretty, pretty even. So I'm curious what practice has been like with this new team. Yeah. Um, practice has been good. And I've, I've actually mentioned that even to coaches a few times, I just feel like it's been super competitive. Um, and you love to see that, especially just with like early on, like preseason leading up to the season, like, you know, you know, you're going to have competitive practices, but when you really get at it and like trying to make each other better, um, that's when you start to see results. So practice has been good. You know, we're still hitting it hard and, um, you know, we're just trying to get better every day. So um, there's not too much relaxing. Um, you know, we still want to take care of our bodies and we're being smart about that because we're an older group. Um, but, yeah, practices are definitely pretty competitive. we got a lot of a lot of guys that can play. One guy that you mentioned competitive, the first guy that comes to my mind is Jamari Wheeler, and I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with him, like, in, in the most positive way possible because I, as you know, I hated his guts for so long. Like, I mean, hated him. And – now I could not love him more, especially yeah. like tonight. Like I was telling yeah. Andrew, we talked about it already on the show. Like he, he didn't fill up the box score. Like he didn't have 20 and 10. He didn't have 15 steals. Like, but he was just unbelievable. Like you talk mm-hmm. about what he brings to the team, especially in practice. I, I mean, Holt, Pito, everyone's told me about that. But what does he bring to this team that is like beyond the box score? He's a difference maker. That's all I can say, just because I noticed it very early on in practice. I mean, we knew what we were getting, um, you know, when he signed to come here, um, what type of player he was. But early on in practice, I really noticed it when he was picking up full court. Like, 
just playing super hard. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to help us a lot. And now in the games, we've been seeing it. Like like you said, he might not be filling up the, the stat sheet, but, like, he's improved his shot incredibly. Like, he, he can shoot the ball, um, which, I mean, we saw glimpses of that last year against us. Like, he, he hit three on us early on. Um, but, like, just his effort and, like, his motor to, to be able to, you know, continuously just change the game throughout the course of the game whether that's defense or just handling the ball, you know, getting action started. But um, his defense has been probably the main thing for me that I've noticed. Um, he helps kind of lead the way. How fun is it having uh, Gio back around the team? Oh, I love Gio. That's my guy. I've known him for a while now, and it's just good having his spirits around. You know, somebody that's has so much experience and, um, you know, has been through what he's been through. And, um, you know, it's just great to have him in the locker room with us. Last question I have for you, only because we haven't touched on it. We think you guys have arguably the the best front court, not only in the Big Ten, but in all of college hoops, just because of how deep you guys are. I mean, you've got you and Joey Brunk coming off the bench, fifth-year guys who could start on any team in the Big Ten. And then you've got arg- the arguably the best guy, big guy in the Big Ten, E.J. Delman, Zed Key, who's coming into his own, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, can you don't have to talk about Joey and Zed. We've talked about him enough, but EJ, he's the player of the year in the Big Ten so far. Like, like what is that? Like, he's just incredible. I mean, he's gotten better. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That was literally what I was going to say. He's just incredible, to be honest. Um, you know, he continues to show, like, how his game has expanded um, this offseason. I mean, he was, he was incredible for us last year, but um, – I think he's even been able to take steps um, just defensively with how he's played as well as, you know, expanding his game more to the perimeter offensively. Um, And, you know, he's going to be a huge piece for us um, this season, you know, with how well he's playing, um, you know, we just, we're going to need him to keep performing the way he is. And, you know, he's a critical piece to this team. Kyle, I have some Canton, Ohio questions that I've never asked you. Can I ask you? Yeah, for sure. So my dad, my dad's from Canton. I have tons of family there, grandparents, everything. I've been there a million times. So I should have asked you these last time we talked, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask you now. Do you like pizza oven pizza? Oh, wow. Yeah. So pizza oven, uh, definitely one of my one of my fave spots. But have you ever had Krause's? I have not. See, that's, that's the spot I tell people all the time. If you haven't had Krause's, you got to get Krause's. So my dad is like obsessed with pizza oven. So okay. it doesn't really let us get anything, you know, besides <laughs> it. Like yeah. literally I, I went to meet him in Cleveland for a Browns game. I flew in, he had driven in and he had picked up pizza oven and brought it to the Browns game. And that's what we had at our tailgate was pizza oven. It's a great, it's a great place. One more, two more, actually two more questions. One, how good is Taggart's? I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've, had Taggart's. Ice cream place. What? The ice cream place. I know it's the ice cream place. I just don't, I don't think I've ever had it. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Well, you're missing out. Once you're done, you know, working on that new body, you should let yourself cheat a little and get, get a bitner. And last question, how many times have you been to the Hall of Fame? <sighs> a few. I've been around it a lot. Um, all the parades, stuff like that. I've tried to stay a little bit away from it because, you know, I'm there all the time. It's yeah. more of like a once a year type thing. Once everybody's in town, you kind of you kind of celebrate it. Kyle, I'm overdue for a tour of Canton from you. So I know. I'm telling you, when it, hey, as soon as the season's over, we can we can make a weekend out of it. All right. Perfect. Kyle, Joey, we can stay at my Bubby's. Perfect. Kyle, do you know what a Bubby is? 
Nah. It's a it's a Jewish grandmother. Okay. I probably could have guessed that. It was, you know, yeah. some context clues. Yeah. You could have guessed that. Oh, unreal. All right, KY, any questions for us before we let you go? You know, that's that's what we do. You had one for Andrew, so I could let you off the hook in theory because we answered it already. But if you got another one. Feel yeah, free. that's it for me today, fellas. I don't I don't <laughs> got nothing to ask you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fresh off a hard-fought victory from KY Jam. Yeah. Um, Kyle, we appreciate you as always. Pleasure having you on. And uh, I'll see you Thursday. Yeah, sounds I'll good. See you. You I'll see you at the Duke game. For sure. I'm excited to see you guys. See you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peace. All right. Making his triumphant return to drive the lane, Tyvis Powell. Tyvis, welcome back to the show. You know what? This is I feel honored that y'all like allow me to keep coming on this show. Like I, I feel I feel like I should be like a, a guest, not even a guest. I should be like a co-host, I should say, because <laughs> I'd have been on it so many times. That's what it feels like. We're, it's an honor to have you each and every time. I mean, you're our go to guy as much as we love JP. You're our go to guy. <laughs> well, JP. JP is uh he's big time right now. You know, he's he's with the big dogs. You know, you got he he gotta sometimes he don't have time for the little people, you know. You calling us little? I'm calling myself little because he don't got time for me either. <laughs> Tyvis, if you were still in school, we would we would pay you uh you know <laughs> little little NIL to be on our show weekly, but you know, you know what? My my you. my parents just had me too early. That's all. Is is they were about uh, what six years off? They were six years early. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna definitely talk some Ohio State, Michigan State. But before we do that, you just made me think of one question. So, oh, <laughs> if you were in school when you could have gotten you know contract deals, what's a place in Columbus that you would have wanted to to have signed with? Oh. I would have tried to. I listen. I'd have tried to get Chipotle off the riff. I that that right there. Chipotle was. Uh, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. It's just like the best restaurant ever. If I couldn't get Chipotle, I settle. For, I go for Canes too. Canes is definitely top choice. <laughs> Chipotle and Cash funny. It's it's always food related. You guys, I think what would have been the best thing is that you and Cardale could have each made shirts with each of you being the father and the son, you know what I mean? And <laughs> they would have ate that up. They would have ate that yeah, up for exactly, sure. Like you did to see who could sell more shirts. And then you guys would have been a good day. That would have been a good idea, man. <laughs> man, we missed out. Man. We just, we just missed out. I think, I think honestly, my whole entire class, like the year that I left, like everybody there would have done really well marketing wise because everybody talked well. Everybody was pretty good athletes. Well, I won't say pretty good. It was actually some elite athletes there. And I just think it, we was all kind of like likable people. So I feel like it would have been kind of easy to get sponsors. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk some Ohio state, Michigan state here. Big game coming up in Columbus game days going all the shows are going. So here's the question. Mm. Why and by how much do the Buckeyes get it done? <laughs> well, before I go on this, before I go, before I answer your question, I need to let the world know that I I do not like 
Michigan State. Like, I, I truly hate them because they cost me two national championships. So I, I personally feel like I wish they would lose every game that they ever play. So with that being said, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be brutally honest. Like, I watched them, and, you know, they definitely have a great running back there and Kenneth Walker. Um, but – and the one thing about the Ohio State, outside of the Minnesota game, which was the first game of the season, I haven't really seen – well, I guess in the Oregon game, I haven't really seen a running back really give us too much problems. And for Michigan State, that's kind of what they depend on. And I think Ohio State will do a great job of stopping the run and trying to take him out the game. So with that being said, I got the Buckeyes winning 100 to nothing. And <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred to nothing for sure, and I'm not, and I'm not even kidding. Uh, to follow that up, uh, it's it's well documented that Michigan State has a terrible pass defense, like the worst like ever in the last like ten years or whatever. Yeah, uh, we know Ohio State has great wide receivers. They've got the Heisman favorite at quarterback. Uh, my question for you is. How was Garrett Wilson not named to the wide receiver of the year list? You know what? That's, that, that's funny that you say that because I looked at that list too and I was like, I, I don't really know. Like maybe – is it like a – is it a senior award or something? Like you have to – I guess. Like, is, is he too young to be eligible for? Because too I, good. He's I, too good. I was really sitting there looking at that too. Like, man, we should have had – because Jackson Smith and Jigba should have been on it. All three receivers should have been on it easily. And for some odd reason, they wasn't. So the only logical explanation I could think of was maybe it was like a, a – a, you had to be like a senior upperclassman to try to get the award. That's the – because they, there's no way that they're not on it. How is – was Hartline on staff when you were there at all? Or is he still in the league? I think he no. You know what? Zach Smith was the uh, receivers coach, but Hartline he was coming around like he was about to become the coach. Like he was hanging out all the time there. So it was like I don't know if he was a coach. He might have been just an assistant, but I'm not really sure. I think he was on the Browns when you were a freshman. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember. Or was he with the Dolphins? Was he with the Browns when I was a freshman? 2012. He was with the was he was he with the Browns? Our resident Browns fan, Andrew Zolden, what's the final answer? I, I don't remember the exact years that Brian Hartline was on the Browns, but I know he was on the Browns after the Dolphins, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, because he got drafted to the Dolphins. I, mean, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. So well, he was a coach what? by your senior year. He probably was on the Browns earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but he, he – I tell you what, I don't know what he's telling these these receivers, man, but he – I mean, he ain't got to really say anything. I mean, he, they they going out there and showing out every Saturday, so it's kind of like, why, if you was a receiver in high school, why wouldn't you? Between them and Alabama, why wouldn't you? So, so let me ask you this, Ty, this, obviously there's a lot to like about Ohio State, especially on offense. And every year we've talked about this every time you come on. It's Ohio, it's for Ohio State, it's championship or bust. Yes. I know you're it, a very positive guy, <laughs> but what scares you about this Ohio State team? What's holding them back from maybe winning the championship? Um, the one thing that I will say that scares me a little bit is it's still the secondary. Um because, I mean, they've been tested these last couple of weeks with uh, Penn State. Um, I think even Nebraska had a receiver that kind of that kind of got loose a little bit. But it's, it's just the, the secondary hasn't looked as dominant to me as it once was back in the day. Like, like yeah, we got Denzel Burke, but I, David Bell was actually getting the best of him in the beginning of this, this last game. Um, and then um, – 
when we went against Penn State, you know, Dotson, they he did his thing. Not at, and I don't think I'm not. I don't think they're asking Denzel to to like follow the man all the way around the field and all that. I think they just choose sides. But it just to me, it wasn't like a a shutdown like performance. And it just seems like the receivers are getting too many yards after catch. And I think that's gonna come back to haunt them. Because if you go like if you you think if you go against I don't know, like Alabama or something like that, like they got great wide receivers. I won't say great. They got some pretty good wide receivers that um, we will have to check. And, you know, they got the, they got the, the rest, they got like a full team. Like they, they got a decent running back. They got a quarterback that's in the Heisman candidate or that's a Heisman candidate. And then they got pretty, you know, they still, they got the receiver that, you know, Jamison Williams, who was actually in the Belitnikoff uh, race as well. So it's like, you know, I would like to see them shut down, like, and which is it's hard. I will say it's hard in today's football because you know it's a passing league now, and it's all these schemes and all that. So it's really hard. But I would like to see our secondary like hold a team to like under under three hundred yards is good in today's football. And it's been too many times where I think even Penn State quarterback went for some good yards and this last game David I don't know I, I don't remember exactly what David Bell ended with but he didn't have a terrible game so when when a team like Ohio State is putting up the numbers that they do do you think it causes the defense to take their foot off the gas a little bit like let's say Ohio State's offense was only able to put up 20 would they have lost the game or would the defense have been <laughs> able to say hey you know we can't rely on the offense we actually need to you know well, get a stop here. Well, I mean, that's the thing. This season it's been back and forth. You know, the I would say in the Nebraska game, you know, the offense. Well, I mean, I guess it's outside in Smith and Jigma. They they wasn't like that dominant. I mean, they they've been stopped on the run a lot, and you know, CJ did throw those two picks, so it was like Nebraska was kind of in the game, and the defense showed up, and they they got some key stops. So it was that I would say that the defense kind of won that game. Um, but I don't think they would – I don't think if the offense scored – well, first of all, the offense only scored 20 points, somebody's in trouble. So <laughs> somebody's getting fired, okay, because there's no way you got all that talent you're going to put up 20 points. So let's, let's get that out there right away. But if they did only score 20 points – see, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if our defense – I mean, they they've shown that they can do it. Like, I feel like they with their backs against the wall. I think our defense plays really well. Like once when they know that you know they're depend upon. Like it's it's on the defense to win the game. I feel like they play extremely well. But it's been like the teams that that they've done that it with hasn't been like that great of teams. You know, like it wasn't like okay in the Oregon game when they lost the Oregon game. You know, our defense was non-existent. Like it was. It's like Oregon did whatever they wanted to do. And then Nebraska was a decent team, but they're not elite in any way. But, like, that, the defense showed up and, like, got key stops and helped win that game. So, it's it just – I want to see them do it. And it would start for me with this week. You know, you got a legit Heisman candidate and with uh, Kenneth Walker, and I would like to see them stop him. I mean, their passing attack is not that great, but, you know, I, I think if they stop this run, then they can really roll this Michigan State team. Is it possible that this weekend is like the winner or not even the winner, but whoever has a better game? I was just about to say this, Joey. <laughs> oh, between CJ and Kenneth? Yeah. yeah. 
See, that's not it. Well, yeah, technically, I feel like I really feel like CJ is is really at this point is CJ's to lose because he's just, you know, outside of the Nebraska, the two picks in the Nebraska, he's really been lights out. Even in Nebraska, I think he still had like 200, 300 yards passing. So he's been kind of lights out lately. Um, Kenneth Walker was impressive against who did who did he put the he, oh, the team up north. He was yeah. the day he had a heck of a game that game. So I think that really sparked him. He's been doing really well. So, but I think I, I don't know. It's like in today's society, it's kind of hard for running backs to kind of win it over quarterbacks. If that you makes sense. You don't want to get political talking about this today's society. In today's society, it's true. Like it's hard. To, who the last running back? Well, I think Derrick Henry, right? Yeah. So. So I, yeah, it's kind of hard. It's always is like I feel like the quarterbacks is more favored to win to win Heisman. Well, the Heisman award. I mean, obviously Devonta Smith won last year, but like it's really just who's the best quarterback in the country. Right. It's who's the best quarterback, or you have a record-breaking incredible. It's like statistically, who's the best quarterback? Yes. Yeah, so well, so let me ask y'all this: What's more impressive? Say 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 CJ go out there throw for four hundred yards, throw for four touchdowns, but. Kenneth Walker go for 250 yards with three touchdowns. Which one is more Kenneth impressive? Walker, way, way more impressive from Kenneth Walker because CJ Stroud does that every game. But which one is more valuable to their team? Well, it depends who wins. If Stroud's fourth, I'll tell you this: Michigan State's not losing if Kenneth Walker has 250 yards and four touchdowns or whatever. See, see, that's where you're wrong. I think that's the problem. You can't. That's only, you can't, that's only 28 points. You can't. You can't go into a shootout with Ohio State. There's, there's no way. Bill Tucker doesn't like the word shootout. He said today, "I don't like that. I don't want to." Well, that. The, 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 really he better. Yeah, you, you cannot. If you get into a shootout with Ohio State, Ohio State should win that game every time. I agree, but I'm just saying the barometer. It means we did not stop them one time. If he has, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's not what a, not what a shootout. I mean, that is essentially kind of what it alludes to, but. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, you're right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm more impressed. I, in general, I'm more impressed if a guy has 250 yards than if a quarterback has 400 yards. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I guess. That's a layup. Everyone does that. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they do not. That's why 400 yards and four touchdowns, that's, that's, that's not easy. It's a great game. I just think it's more common. Divis. Yeah, I mean, the 250 thing is – that's ridiculous. But, I mean, Trey, Trey V.I. Henderson almost did that. Or did he do it? Or did he get did he get 250 in that uh, Akron game? What game did he go really crazy? No, I think he had 190 or something like that. No, no, he had over 200. No, he had over 200 yards because he, like, he was – He was like six yards away from – From the record. Yeah. From the freshman record or something like that in the game. No, he did I thought he broke the record. Cause no. he he, I swear he finished with like two seventy seven. No, yeah, but he was he almost broke. No, we didn't have two seventy seven. Yeah, he did. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> oh, where my where my hold on? Okay, <laughs> I'm looking right here. I'm looking right here. I know I ain't tripping. I know what I seen. Oh, he did have two seventy seven again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's wow. Oh, that was back at the beginning of the season, though. That's a whole different team. So, so wait, I, I wish I would have known what CJ did, but I see, like, but nobody even talk about that though. Like, he he had two hundred seventy-seven yards, but nobody really even, you know. 
But everybody talk about CJ and his 400 yards and, and what he be doing. So it's kind of like. Listen to this. This is the last thing I got for you. You ready? Mm-hmm. So before the season started, I put 50 bucks on Stroud to win the Heisman. <laughs> after, after like week two, it was worth like 20 bucks. And I almost cashed it out because I was like, eh, let's see. And then it kept going up and up and up. Right now, it's worth $300. Mm. I think this is the highest it's going to be without, like, him being the heads-ahead favorite to win. Like, if he has a big game this weekend, I think it'll be, like, he's the, you think he's he, the winner. You think? Like, I think if it's either, like, I cash out right now and I risk losing the extra 500 or – he has a big game. Wait a minute. Is the is the top three him, uh, Young, and Kenneth Walker? Walker yeah. Huh. That is. You know what, though? I think, with CJ going, I feel like CJ is going to have a good game for the rest of the season. Like, I think the next two games is in his hands, and he's he's been yeah. shown that he's really, like, really good. So Hear me out. Hear me out. Worst Heisman ever. Who he is? Would he be the worst Heisman ever? Would no. It le- would it be the least impressive Heisman Trophy ever? He will be f- the forgotten Heisman. Yeah. yeah. I, wait a minute, because now I'm starting to think about it. He'd finish with like 20 uh, touchdowns less than Joe before. Burrow. <laughs> forgotten. He will be the forgotten Heisman winner, just like just like Anthony Bennett was a NBA, not like comparing them like bust, but like Anthony Bennett was a first was the first overall pick in because the because of the time. It's because he, I mean, he win the Heisman this year and be better next year and not win the Heisman, which is like what's happened. He now. could win the Heisman next year and be benched. He might not start next year. Wow, that that's the stop, Dad. He wins the Heisman. Quinn Ewers will leave. You think he'll leave? Yeah, he's not mm. leaving. That's already the rumors are already starting that he was he's not having. Okay, a there was a rumor that EJ Liddell was transferred to Illinois. Yeah, but they didn't have they didn't have the Heisman. He didn't have the Naismith Player of the Year in front of him taking his minutes. I mean, what, what, I mean, what, I would, Quinn, Quinn would just Quinn would just sit one year. He'll sit yeah, another. He he'll really sit next year. One year, Andrew. Well, there's a. I think there's a better chance he transfers after this year than. He then Stroud gets benched after winning the Heisman. I don't know. They said Spencer Rattler is supposed to be that deal, and he they benched him and they rolling. So he sucks. Yeah, what if he Spencer is. Rattler transfers to Ohio State. No, he's got that would never happen. He's gonna go to like TCU so he can beat Oklahoma. Yeah, that would. We don't want him. No, we don't want him. That's a fact. All right, when Ewers would for sure leave if if Spencer Rattler transferred to Ohio State. <laughs> He would he would have no choice. What if he Martell no- transferred to Ohio State? Well, he wouldn't. First of all, Spencer Spencer Rattler ain't transferred to Ohio State. We can get that. Let's let's get that right now. He ain't. <laughs> we we cool. I want to say is is our quarterback room is already too loaded. So it would be it would be stupid for him to even do that. He's going. He got to go somewhere that that a quarterback. I don't actually don't know where he would actually. Hi, this. You know Joe Burrow used to be at Ohio State. 
Really? <laughs> you, you, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I actually, you know, the funny thing is, I actually picked him off in practice, and JT was standing there. And he was like, Thank you. "You can't, you can't throw that, you can't throw that pass because Tyrus be waiting on that." <laughs> so it was actually funny. All right, let's get your serious score prediction for the Michigan State game. Not a hundred uh-huh. nothing. Like serious. Like you've watched every game. You do stuff for Letterman Row. You do stuff for the radio. <laughs> What's your serious score prediction? Put on your serious hat. If you even have one of those. My serious prediction is, in all seriousness, I think the score, the final score is going to be 99 to nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> the, the final score, on a serious note, I think the final score would be something like 45-17 Buckeyes. I like I like I like forty nine twenty one. That like same like area. Like yeah, Four. Off, like Michigan State still gets some because the thing is because if if Ohio State comes out there and they like 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 they did last week against Purdue and they just jump up that run game is gone. Like they got to throw the ball and that's not what they want to do. So and that's like that's more than likely what's gonna happen. Like Ohio State gonna come out there and that unless. Some miracle happened, which it, 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 for some odd reason, Michigan State do this every night. <laughs> they do this. They 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 get get a, get a good scheme, and all of a sudden they in a dog fight. Then that's when it gets bad. But the way to the way to eliminate Kenneth Walker out of the game is Ohio State has to go up early, and they have to turn it into Michigan State. Don't be in a pass team. Amen. Amen. Andrew, you got anything else before we? End it uh, the way we end it. No, Tyvis, you know how we end it, Joey. You can you can do it though. It's your thing. Yeah, Tyvis knows you got. We'll, we're gonna only gonna we're only gonna allow for you to ask one question though, just because. All right, good. I got one. Here we go. <laughs> one question. Yeah. You ready? Yep. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get uh Andrew into the Duke game? Oh, great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think absolutely. I, Holtman promised Andrew a ticket. Tyvis, I was serious when we talked on the phone today. He, he said, I, oh, I got you a ticket. <laughs> I, I said, you should ask Joey. Joey got pool like that. <laughs> yeah, wait, when do you want to go to a game? Let's go to a game. I'm down for whenever, whenever. What's a good? What's honestly? I don't watch the college basketball, so I don't. You know, what's a good? I don't know when they play. When they play Purdue, that's when I want to go. All right. Cause I hear I hear Purdue is supposed to be like really good this season. Purdue is Purdue is really all right. Book yeah, it by second trip to Columbus when they play Purdue. I so can't we... get three tickets, Andrew. Just two. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, they really allow you to get tickets? Of course. Just like you go back and you stand on the field. They don't know. Hold on now, cause they they starting to charge us for tickets now. Really? That's what they. I ain't. I ain't even asked. Football school, man. Football yeah. school. I haven't even asked because they Cardell told me that they was charging him. And I said, if they charging Cardell, psh, I ain't even about to ask. Wait, Tyvis, can you get us tickets to the Big Ten Championship in Indy? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I, need, I, I mean, know. us, us three. Us three is us, not oh, Joey. You're going with us. I'm going to have to ask. I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm, you know what? I, I know who to talk to. I'm going to call vote and be like, uh, 
Can I get a? Can I get a, hook me up? <laughs> what can you do for me? That's what I need to know. What can you do for me? And if he say I can't do nothing, I'm gonna be like, I'm like, bro, I gave my wrist to this university, and y'all can't buy me a ticket. Like, come on. I man. think Lucas Oil's got a couple seats. I'm sure they got some tickets laying around. I hope so. All right, Ty. This is oh, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo scored. I'm trying. I'm trying to win fantasy this week. I was down coming into this game. I was down eight points. Oh, I'm winning by one point. Yes, I was down eight points, and I got two players playing, and he got one play. He got the backup running back for San Fran. I got the starting running back and Jimmy. All right. So well, we we wish you luck, Tyvis. Go, Eli Mitchell. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Talk to you soon, Let's man. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Always a pleasure. All right. Hope you enjoyed those interviews. Double feature episode. Tyvis Powell, Kyle Young dove into Canton a little bit. Always good when you talk about that. Joey, give me your official predictions for the weekend. Do the Buckeyes go 2-0? and 2-0 from the Buckeyes. Um, did, we didn't even look. Does Ohio State play on, like, Sunday in basketball? No, it's the 22nd, which is Monday. Okay. Um, so, but we'll add that. We'll go 3-0 and before we release sure, it. Sure, 3-0. and But let's talk Xavier. We'll talk Michigan State briefly. Prediction. Xavier, I think, is going to be a slugfest. We didn't even really preview that at all. Um, but Xavier is going to be a slugfest. I think low-scoring game. Paul Scruggs is really, really good on Xavier. Uh, but luckily, we've got Jamari Wheeler and Malachi Branham who are going to guard him. Um, I think it's a slugfest. I think Ohio State wins 65-60. Really hard-fought victory. And then for football, Michigan State, um, no contest at all. Ohio State wins, like I said, with Tyvis, 49-21. Is that what I said? 49-21. I'm going to stick with you on both predictions. I think if they're going to lose one, it's more than likely going to be the basketball game. Just because that's road, the nature of basketball. Yeah, road game, first road game of the year, really first real road game in two years. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um, I don't know if they can match up bigs wise because no one can. So hopefully, this tradition of having big men on and then Ohio State winning works, and then we'll have EJ and Joey Brunk on soon, and then Ohio State will never lose. We'll just keep interviewing the big men. Yeah, let's just keep it. I love that. Just. To- Big men special. Dad was playing tonight like a man who wants to come back on drive away. Literally, I agree. I agree. Yeah. He would have had his career high. He barely played tonight. Yeah. Awesome. He had like 98 dunks. It was so funny. They, so I, that's like a classic where like Seth Davis, if he was watching the game, he would have tweeted, Ohio State basketball hates rims. He loved yeah. just to that all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, buckle up. Drive the lane. 2-0. and oh. Two three and zero, two and zero slash three and zero, depending on when we oh. release. Oh yeah, we right. I yeah, I was thinking the Ohio State basketball team is three and zero. That's all. Oh, I was they are three and zero. Yep. So to that, I say go Buckeyes, beat the Musketeers. <laughs> <laughs>